guys, welcome to the Mystical Moon Society podcast. My name is Cecilia, and I'll be your host for today. Welcome to my solo episode. I hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode. It was our group one. We had a blast. We received so many comments on how hysterical we are, and we gladly appreciate that. We think we're hysterical, but we just don't know if people like that or not, or if you guys find us entertaining. So I'm glad you do. I wanted to talk about what I do, things I'm reading, studying, the courses I'm taking, some of my teachers I would like to to talk about because they're amazing and I'm very glad to have them in my life, and my my plans for the future. I know everything has been really hectic uh, this year and no one really expected this, right? For those of you who don't know, I started off with uh, a coven. I met them about five years ago. Um, We became friends and they got me into all this magical stuff. I was doing some shamanic work uh, back then, but I never actually knew much about crystals and guides and all of that, right? That's also when I first was introduced to a Ouija board. I've never seen one before, just uh, on TV and things like that. But I saw one of the, the members use one and it was, it like blew my mind, right? And of course, the first thing that came, the message that came from the board was for me, from the member's guide. So it like blew my mind. Uh, that same night, we ended up going to the my first metaphysical shop. That night was full of first, right? And I believe it was even like the full moon. So it was crazy. I loved it. And um, I remember I was having issues in a, in a relationship and it was pretty much... Uh, the breaking point and they did a tarot reading on us and pretty much after that it went downhill um at, for the relationship right uh but my my magical experience grew from there which i am very glad that happened obviously so fast forward uh, a few months we started doing rituals we gained a few members uh in our coven and everything was cool. We were doing like Samhain and Yule rituals and gatherings and things like that. And yeah, all of a sudden kind of things went a little bit downhill. It was on and off. Then I became a solitary practitioner. I don't talk to my old coven anymore. Um, I reach out a few times, never heard from them, but I'm always here whenever they do. So back in 2017, um, I was randomly on Facebook and this video popped up of this very, very attractive woman with purple and red hair. And I was like, oh, who's this? Right. And all of a sudden I clicked on it and it was like, oh, free full moon rituals. And I was like, oh, okay, well, solitary practitioner. Let's, let's go ahead and, and check this out. And that's when I met my beautiful teacher, Athena from Sage Goddess. And I will get to that in just a second. Uh, I know some of you guys have probably just like me started off with reading books, either from the library or online information about Wiccan, Pagan, spirituality, angels, crystals, herbs, you name it, right? So it's like, where do I begin? That was pretty much me. Um, even even when I was in my coven, uh, I ended up getting a bazillion books and I started off with uh, like tarot cards and oracle cards and things like that just to see what path I wanted to go on, right? What I wanted to learn next. Back then I was a sponge trying to get every single piece of information I could 
and, you know, start like a spell book and a journal and stuff like that. And I remember I got super excited when I ended up creating my first altar, right? Um, buying my little crystals and having sage and things like that. Go back to our season one uh, episodes. We talk about crystals on there. Uh, we've talked about sage, like where to find it, things like that, and who to buy it from. Before I get off topic, let's get back to my teacher because she's awesome. So I started doing her free rituals. Uh, she still does uh, full moon and new moon rituals every single month. Um, she does the, the high holiday rituals as well. Also once a month, she does something called the cosmic comfort, which we just had it a few days ago. And it's pretty much like a Q and A, right? We you just sit back with some tea or coffee or anything stronger if you want. And uh, you can pretty much ask questions to her and she'll answer, um, which is really, really cool. And she always has like a, a slight meditation to do right before that ends. But yeah, I started doing her free rituals in uh, 2017. By 2018, I was already doing some of her classes, which were amazing. Last year, I got my certification for her Soul Shift class of 2019. And then this year, I'm taking her, her 2020 classes. So I'll be getting uh, four different certificates. But before I started with her actual uh, Soul Shift classes, I, be I was doing stuff on my own. I was still doing her free rituals, but I started doing my first course was on meditation, right? Because I was like, I'm going to need to learn how to do that before I can do everything else. My mind is crazy right now, which kind of reminds me of our 2020. But I did my meditation course around September 2018. Then I became certified with Reiki level one uh, around November. By 2019, I already had my Reiki level two and three done. And it depends. Sometimes you can find these if you go uh, to a specific practitioner or teacher. You can probably get those knocked out in a weekend, um, right? But with COVID and everything, there's a bunch of online courses that you can do to get certified. And it might take longer. I know it took me a few months just because I was busy with work and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, so I did level Ricky one through three, master level, teacher level uh, in 2019. And the good thing is that uh, for this year, Athena actually channeled Reiki level four uh, from an ayahuasca session she did last year, which is pretty insane. I am loving it. I'm learning so much. I'm able to use this on clients um, and healing and everything all these different modalities, which is amazing. In this course, we also learn about uh, crystals, essential oils, herbs, right? We create our own perfumes and yeah, it's amazing. I'm excited, almost done. So yeah, by January, first week of January, I believe is when we get all our certificates uh, for the whole year. Uh, so I'll be getting four. Also, I did, I'm of course signing up for her next year classes. I'm pretty much gonna be her student, like, I don't know, until, until I'm like super old. Anyway, I did a tarot course 2019, right? And then October of 2019, that's when I started my YouTube channel. And that's where I do free horoscope tarot readings every month. And I'll put my uh, information down in the description um, and on our social media and stuff. If you guys want to check that out, I appreciate it. I wanted to go back and talk about my teacher, Athena Paracas. She holds a PhD from the University of Southern California uh, in an educational leadership. She has 15 years of experience as a professor. She's also, or she was a corporate trainer and consultant, worked with a bunch of CEOs 
and senior executives from the Fortune 50 companies, but she's been doing this metaphysical stuff since she was 15. She has over 30 years of experience from that. But yeah, she is an expert in gemology, astrology, tarot, aromatherapy, Reiki, herbal medicine. She, it's funny, she actually started uh, with just an Etsy shop back when people didn't really know what it was, right? It, she was one of the first online metaphysical uh, storefronts to reach the top, top 10 stores in the handmade category around the world. Todaystagegoddess.com uh, offers more than 3,000 products. It goes from essential oils and ritual perfumes to candles, jewelry, gemstones, home decor, clothing, body art, temporary tattoos, canvas art, and so much more. Most of my stuff at home is all from her. She has written three best-selling books, uh, which are amazing and I love them so much. The Ultimate Guide to Chakras, Crystal Lore, Legends, and Myths, and The Book of Blessings and Rituals. I love them so much. Yeah, she's just super awesome. Definitely go check her out. I was very thankful to actually get to meet her in person. She ended up doing, she does a retreat every year, obviously not for 2020. And uh, I was able to meet her the last time we gathered. It was only 75 of us and her classes have over a thousand people. There's over a thousand students. I was very lucky enough to be able to, to be picked, to be able to make it. And I flew to California. I met some awesome roommates there and some amazing best friends. And I'm still in touch with now. Yeah, those three days were so magical. We learned a lot. Uh, I'd honestly felt those three days were like, I don't know, like a span of three years with all the guided meditations and breath works. And we even did belly dancing. That was crazy. Y'all don't, I'm glad that wasn't recorded. Y'all didn't want to see me doing belly dancing. Anyway, but it's just amazing. One of my other teachers that I started, I heard about him a few years ago but through Hay House Radio. I would do his free meditations and listen to him and all that. And I really wanted to get into his classes, but you can only do that, I think, whenever it becomes available. Either it's once a year or every few years. But I'm talking about Kyle Gray. He's awesome. Uh, he's one of my newest teachers. I've been taking his classes for six months now, about to be seven months in a few weeks. So Kyle Gray is this modern day angel expert. He brings authentic and accessible approach to spirituality and living a high vibrational life. He's an international speaker and best-selling author of seven books, including the much-loved Angel Prayers, which is awesome, and Raise Your Vibrations, which is also amazing. I actually have all his books. I've read them. I'm currently rereading his book on forgiveness. It's one of his other books that I like is his angel numbers book. Anytime I see a synchronicity, either it's 1111 or 1234, things like that, I always, you know, go grab my book and see what that means, right? And in the meantime, I'm also learning it, right? So then at some point, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, 1111, it means this, and I'm not going to have to look at the book. But it's amazing. He's actually going to release his eighth book, uh, which I already pre-ordered. I'm excited. Uh, it comes out next year in April 2021. So Kyle also started at a young age. He first knew about his gifts around three, four years old uh, when he had an experience with grandma. 
um, that ended up passing away. He was also very sick as a, as a child. He, after prayers from the family, from him, he ended up not being in a wheelchair anymore and he was completely healed and which is amazing but he first got his oracle deck at 15 from a very good friend of his and uh, after that at 16 he was already a professional doing psychic readings he was being recognized as the youngest medium in the uk but after that it was definitely really hard on him he had this moment which if you end up reading his book connecting with the angels made easy uh, he actually explains about it. He had a tough time and uh, he ended up being a DJ for a bit. And um, then after a while, uh, he went back to, to becoming a medium. Uh, that's what the, the universe had for him. And he followed the call. He, I just signed up today, this morning. I signed up for his new Certified Crystal Energy Guide training course. Very excited. I'm super excited. I bet everyone's wondering when the hell is she going to do all these classes, right? It's a lot. Uh, I have no idea. I have a lot of stuff going on, but I'm sure I'll get it done somehow. Yeah, so after this completion of this course, uh, it's pretty much like a level one crystal therapy certification, uh, but the good thing is that it is accredited by the Complementary Medical Association, which is really cool. But yeah, I don't know. I'm excited and I love learning. I just actually finished a course uh, last week on omens and predictions. What else? I think I have pet Reiki on like 50%. I'm like halfway done. And I started that about two years ago when I was doing my Reiki one or two courses. And I just randomly stopped and like, I don't know, stuff happened. But I have to go back to it. Some of the stuff I'm planning on, on taking as well. Uh, some courses on palmistry. Uh, which is like reading hands, right? Uh, tea and coffee cup readings. That's always interested me. With my tarot YouTube channel, um, I have been able to get clients, which I'm very thankful for. And um, some, if they can't do sessions and things like, or private readings or Reiki sessions, crystal healing sessions, things like that, they donate, which I'm very thankful. I currently have 59 tarot and oracle decks put together, which if you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook and all that uh, social media stuff, I even posted a picture a week and a half ago when I organized bookshelf with all of those. But I like getting new decks and when I do my YouTube videos, I use them. And it's nice because some of them I used with the money that was donated from people watching, which I gladly appreciate. It's definitely an addiction. Uh, I always feel like I'm like the little mermaid in her little cove where she just wants more. And anyway, speaking about uh, Oracle decks, both Kyle Gray and Athena Paracas have their own Oracle decks, which I do have, by the way. Athena has three and Kyle has four. He just came out with his newest one back in September 1st, I believe it was, which I love. I'm actually, one of the things that I do have planned is I do want to do an Oracle deck, maybe a tarot deck. I just need to find a good artist because I cannot draw at all. I'm learning, I'm trying. It's just, I don't think that's going to happen, at least not, not now, but uh, I have been talking a little bit with uh, the artist that Kyle used on his angel deck, his his recent one, and I know that she'll be interested in collabing with me if I ever do end up finishing the idea for the oracle deck. 
Uh, which that's exciting, right? But who knows, right? My Gemini mind is always everywhere. One of my goals, right? I do have clients now uh, with the whole COVID thing. Like I can't do like in-person healing, you know, if they're near me. Um, but it doesn't matter. Uh, long distance Reiki, for some of you who don't know, is still the same. And it's still the same process as the in-person, right? So I can, in- I can heal uh, someone that's a few states away or a few minutes away or even a different uh, continent uh, than, than where I'm at. It works, which is amazing. I do have plan to, to open up my own store if I can, um, or at least have a, a room in my home where I can have clients come so I can heal them in person, um, do like sound bowl meditations and things like that, kind of maybe do like a workshop or something. Um, I have a lot of plans. Obviously, this is a good time to do these plans or at least think about it for the future. It's been a crazy year. But yeah, it's time to to learn, to keep learning, to expand. I made a, a book club about a month ago. We started reading uh, Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk book. I thought that was a pretty good first book to read with everything going on. The people in this group have been awesome. And we really like the book, Jay Shetty. I've been watching his videos for a while now and his meditations. I know for the past few months, every morning at like 11 in the morning, my time, he was going live and doing these meditations. Um, And there's a bunch of people going towards that, which everyone wants to quiet that monkey mind, right? Another idea I have, which is probably not going to be done for a few years, but who knows, right? Um, I do want to write a book one day um, with all the experiences I've had, all the witchy stuff I've gone through. Creating the podcast with the girls has been wonderful. Been able to get our, the stuff that we know and that we like to talk about and our crazy minds. We've been able to spread that to people um, to help guide them in a way, um, especially if they're just awakening. Uh, And that has been amazing, an amazing experience, and I love them a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I also want to win the lottery, but, you know, who doesn't want that? Hopefully, I'll get that next year, right? Just throwing it out there for the universe. For those of you out there who um, probably, you know, can't maybe afford classes or courses and things like that, like I've been talking about uh, for this episode, which is totally fine. You don't really need it, right? You can start off by reading books or sometimes some free books you can get online or some people you can talk to. Just make sure that you you really know who they are before you do stuff uh, like spells or whatever. Sometimes there's groups on social media um, that spiritual awoken people that want to meet near you. Um, and you can join those. I know Mona was talking about that there's like a church somewhere here, kind of like a pagan church or something. I don't really know much about that. Um, so if, if you guys are in the, the Texas area where we live and you want to know more about that, definitely send us a message through our social media at Mexico Moon Society and uh, I'm sure Mona can definitely send you those details. But yeah, books are a really great source. Um, I've gotten a few from my library. I, I kind of, you know, checked it out and read a bit and after a few weeks and taking notes, um, I turned it back in. One of them I really, really liked. I, I ended up finding it on Amazon, uh, which was nice. I was able to, to get it. Metaphysical shops also have books. Most of the people there obviously are knowledgeable. Some have read them, 
some have not. So always get like, just ask a few people that work in your, your shop to see, or you can always check reviews online to see if people like the books and, or you know what I mean, or ask friends. Also, I've probably read a bazillion books. So if you guys are ever interested in a specific book, I might have read it. So definitely send me some DMs. Most of the things I know or have learned um, has also come from downloads from the guides and angels and source just through meditation or while I'm sleeping. Anytime that happens, I just, I don't know, I wake up and either if I had a dream in that instance, I'll write it down or sometimes they're guiding me in a different direction, a different path or uh, what else I need to start reading about or learn or take classes on. Sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, what the hell did I just dream about? What is this? And, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, let's meditate on it. And they're they're able to, to help me out. That's another way of learning. I guess how I learned. So for some of you who don't know, I can hear the guides, right? It's like they I can hear them in my head. Sometimes I can hear them. They just start talking to me and I can hear them like if you're next to me and you're talking to me, um, which at first that did scare me a little bit, not gonna lie. Um, but I just thought that was like the coolest thing because they have like accents and stuff. So if that does happen to you in the middle of the night, don't freak out, right? That's also how spirits talk to me as well. Or they visit me in dreams. Which I ended up having a really scary awakening at one point where I thought my cat was scratching at the door and I wake up, turn the light on and I turn around in bed and my cat's sleeping and I'm just like, who scratched at my door? Uh, and it was both of the people that were, both of the guys that were in my dream, uh, trying to kill me. So that was weird. Um, <laughs> but everything was good. This is why I, I cast circles before bedtime. So no one can enter my circle while I sleep. Because I never like waking up in the middle of the night and having someone like standing over me. That's weird. I've seen very, a lot of very scary movies and that's a big no-no. I think we've mentioned in past episodes on um, how to um, create a circle of protection of light. If you don't know really quick, um, you can uh, grab a wand or a sel selenite wand or any type of wand you have. You don't need one. You don't really need tools if you don't have any. Uh, but if you do have a selenite wand or any type of wand, you just call up your guides and angels and, and source and you, with your wand, you want to envision a circle of light that you are casting surrounding your room or wherever you're at. And you want to go clockwise on that full circle um, and ask, you, ask your guides for protection. So nothing that is not of light can enter. And then you just got to make sure that when you're done with a ritual or uh, before, like when you wake up, if you are casting it before bed, uh, when you wake up, you do want to go counterclockwise and pretty much release the light or the circle that you just casted. Um, just because you don't want to keep that up. I've known some people who, and even my teacher, um, Athena, uh, whenever she casts circles and she forgets to, to bring down the circle or she didn't think she, she had to or things like that, her guides woke her up at like three in the morning and told her to go back and release the guides and guardians, pretty much bring down her circle, which is funny. I've had that happen, not in the middle of the night, like at three in the morning, I have, they have not woke me up, which thank God, but usually if I forget and I walk out of there, they tell me like five minutes later, like, hey, you forgot to, you know, undo the circle. Go back and undo it, please. So I end up doing that. But I've gotten to the point where um, I just, I instantly know after I cast it, after I do the ritual, then I instantly 
go counterclockwise, thank the guides and angels and source, and release them. Another thing that you can do, which is going to also be helpful uh, during these times in 2020, if you're asking for healing or if you're planning on doing um, any rituals to manifest any work-related stuff or money to come in your home, things like that, is gridding. Crystal grid is uh, very important. Pretty much brings the energy that you're needing into your space. And you can also do uh, cast grids to send healing to someone. That all just depends on the placement, um, on how you have everything, how you have your quartz on the outside, if they're facing in towards the, the generator or out. And I wish I could have like a slideshow to show you as I talk about this and how to, to create a grid. I can always uh, make a quick grid. I actually need to make one. Maybe I'll do it this coming up week, but I'll post pictures on Instagram and Facebook at Miss Moon Society uh, and on Twitter at Mystic Moon Girls. I'll post a picture of the grid I do. What you want to do is in the center of the grid you want to have a generator of some sort and generator is it's mostly a quartz crystal which that also has you can set your intention to manifest anything that you want either it's love or healing or money protection right and that crystal quartz will amplify all the other crystals that will be surrounding on this grid and you want to start off on the crystal that's on the most outer layer of the generator and you start at the top at the north and you will grab your wand or if you don't have a wand your finger and you're wanting to do a outline of light in your head and kind of touching each crystal as you go uh, and going towards into the generator and back out connecting all these crystals going north, east, south, west, and back to north. As you touch each crystal, if they're specific ones, right, then you, and if you know the properties of these crystals, you can set an intention for each one to make the grid stronger. If you don't have a bunch of crystals, but you have a lot of quartz crystals laying around, you can actually grab quartz is actually the, the only crystal that you can program with a specific intention for it. So for example, if you have quartz, but you don't have, I don't know, like amethyst or something or malachite, you can set your intention for that quartz crystal in your hands and program it as the intention as what the malachite would be, for instance. So that will pretty much have the, the specific qualities of that, like a replacement stone per se, but it's cool. It's Quartz is the only one you can do that with. Make sure not to put your grid next to where you're going to be sleeping. Make sure it's about six or seven feet away from where you sleep just because quartz has a lot of energy and it amplifies everything that it touches, right? So if you have a grid with a bunch of quartz, don't don't put it next to your bed because you're not going to sleep. Set your intention for all these crystals you have. Use your wand to touch every single one of these crystals going from the outer layer to inner and, and back out, touching each one all the way around and then back till you reach the first crystal you started off with. That's pretty much it. That's how you set up a grid. Your intention and what you want from it. You'll feel the energy and you can keep that up for a while. If you keep it for, for a long time, make sure and sometimes go back and kind of re-energize it. You can de deconsecrate the uh, the grid. Like if you're putting it away or moving it to a different area, make sure to do the same thing that you did, but counterclockwise. Kind of like deactivating it in a way and then you can move it or you you can charge your crystals in the full moon if you want have their, their energy back to them 
and then go back and put your grid up again. But that's always nice to do. Uh, another way that you can energize your grid or any crystals is uh, I like using either a sound bowl, sound healing bowl, um, or tuning forks on it just so that for the vibrations and stuff. Some are able to, to cleanse and heal and clear out any low vibrational energies that might be surrounding the crystals and just give it that, that extra power again, right? Saging your crystals is very important as well. Before putting up the grid, definitely sage. Sage, use Palo Santo if you have that. Cleanse your space, cleanse your area, cast a circle, um, set your grid. I would say uh, do a meditation in front of it. And the process of activating a crystal grid is a meditation in a way just because you're already setting that intention and sending it out to the universe, right? Which is good. But yeah, and if you want, you can, if you have any tarot cards or oracle cards, um, you can do a quick reading uh, while you're there in that energy, since it is going to be very high vibrational already. If you wake up in the morning, try and wake up a little bit earlier than we usually do. And just start your own rituals, right? Um, either pull a, a daily tarot card or oracle card uh, to start off the day. Sit by your grid and set your intention that you want to accomplish for the day. It's already setting it out to the universe. So if you wake up and you're like, I'm going to have a really great day at work today, you're already putting it out there. So hopefully you go into work and it's amazing, right? Uh, when you come back from work, I always like to sage anyway. When I'm out of the house, doesn't matter if I'm working or not working or, you know, uh, until I go out and go around people, I come back and I sage because I don't want any of their energy uh, that I've been around. I also like to take showers and well, who doesn't, right? But I like to use either, there's like these little bath bombs that you can have while you're in the shower and like the the heat and I almost said smoke for some reason the vapor of your hot shower will blend in with this uh bath tablet or whatever they're called and the smells of I think it was like eucalyptus that I used uh, earlier this morning helped with my uh like open up my sinuses and like healing and I just felt really good it was great so that's always nice to do I always like to visualize I would like to say uh, is with the, the water rushing, you know, and, and cleansing my body away of all this negative energies and vibrations and things that no longer serve me. That's another good way to, to remove all this unwanted energy from other people and yourself as well. What else do I like to do as a ritual? I like to watch other YouTubers. That's not really something like a cleansing thing, but it's, it's a relaxing thing I do. Um, I like watching other tarot readers. I don't usually do my own tarot readings. Uh, I either have someone else do them because I noticed that whenever you, if you're starting off as a tarot reader or just into tarot or oracle readings, if you want something a lot, the cards will pop that out for you. But what I like to do is if I do readings on myself, I say, what does Cecilia need to know at this time or in this relationship or in regards to this future job or whatever? I don't say, what do I need to know? because the deck is going to want to to give me something that I really, really want, but it might not be what's going to happen. So when I say, what does Cecilia need to know? The guides in the deck knows, okay, say it how it is, even if you got to pop out that tower card, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want it to give, get my hopes up. So that, that's what I do. And it's the same thing if you're reading for clients, right? You're, you're, if it's the person is in front of you, you're going to have them place their hands on the deck 
and uh, have their energy mixed into it so the reading can be pretty accurate. So it's little things like that. Always sage your cards before and after you use them just because you don't know what's energy that's been around it or who's been holding them. If you're very picky and you don't want other people touching your cards, um, which they really should not be touching other people, you know, shouldn't be touching other people's cards uh, unless you get permission from them first. Whenever I hang out with the girls and they have new decks, I'm like, can I touch your deck? <laughs> right? And they're like, yeah, sure, okay. And I'm like, okay, cool, permission. And then I like go crazy on, on their, their tarot oracle decks. But yeah, if if you're hanging out with people and like they they pop out a deck, don't just automatically touch it because they're gonna be like, oh, this person touched my deck. We're not we're not gonna be hanging out with them for quite a bit. I know I'm I'm kidding. They'll probably just tell you, hey, don't touch it. Um, or ask for permission first. What else? What I like to do. Oh, right before bed. I like to thank my, my guides and my angels and source for the day I've had. The healing I've received. I like to send out healing um, out into the universe. Um, and to them, right? Because they're, they're beings too, right? Yeah, I like to do that. I do like to say that I send out any energy that is not mine. I release that and I send it back to the person just the way that they sent it to me, just because it's not mine, right? And uh, yeah, sometimes if it's, if I notice that I've been feeling weird and I'm like, I don't think that's mine, I do a quick cleansing ritual and uh, I, I say that, I send all the energy back and yeah, I usually feel a lot lighter afterwards, which is good. But yeah, I feel like that's pretty much, ooh, I like uh, Solvegio frequencies or a good meditation video on YouTube. Those are always really good and helpful. I sleep with either rain sounds or uh, white noise. I ask my device. That starts with an A. I don't want to say it because I'm just going to activate it. Uh, but she's very helpful at night. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's pretty much it. It's kind of like a daily practice that I do. Oh, I like to read also. And not just the, the book I have to read for the book club, uh, that which is something I actually need to do. Um, yeah, no, I like to read. I like to read my Kyle books. I like to read other books that are, are not based on, like, spiritual stuff sometimes. Which I'm not reading any at the moment, I don't think. Uh, I like reading health books as well. Um, if you guys are ever interested on, like, fixing your, your diet or things like that and you want to feel healthier and you need tips or stuff like that, Anthony Williams, medical medium, you probably heard of him, has really great books. Uh, he just came out with his book, I think, this year, earlier this year. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it has, it's the one that has, like, the slice of watermelon. <laughs> that one's really good. I'm, I'm currently reading that one and it has some really good recipes. Oh my god, I'm currently on my diet. I started it again. I'm on like day seven, day six. Tomorrow will be day seven. And uh, it's pretty tough, but after the first three days, you stop craving things, which is really good because I think the most I've been craving is sugar. And that's like really addicting, right? I'm going for a, um, a vegan low carb or no carb honestly. And, uh, cause I definitely gained a few pounds from, from this, this COVID stuff. I'm over here trying to blame it on this. No. Um, yeah. I've also been exercising more. I need to get back into yoga. Yoga is super good for your body and your, your spirituality and stuff. For yoga, I have, I follow Yoga by Adrian on YouTube. She's amazing. She's from Texas, which is really cool. She lives in Austin. And, uh, she has a really cute dog named Benji. 
that she got a few years ago and she just started doing yoga with him on camera and um he's super chill so she's over here doing like these poses and camel pose and warrior and all this other stuff and he's just like chilling in the corner sleeping and it's funny because sometimes he he like gets up and stretches and he does like downward dog and stuff like that so it's really cool because sometimes we're actually doing that pose at the same time anyway uh he's super cute she's really good uh the cool thing about her is that she has a calendar on her website if you go to it and it's free you print it off and it has each day uh for example like if i want to start on december 1st I'll print out her video, her her calendar a few days before December, uh, and I'll put it on my wall. I go on YouTube, and you can actually save her uh, December 2020 uh, playlist, and it'll actually have like all these videos that you're needing for December. So you wake up either in the morning or if you do it at night, your yoga at night. You end up going to your calendar, you look at the video, and it's like, okay, cool, this one's like 20 minutes, and the one for tomorrow is like 40. It just depends. And it's called this. So you go to your YouTube channel, either on your TV or your phone or wherever you have it, and your, where your mat is, and you just click on it and you start it, and then you do it. And it's really cool. It's definitely beginner-friendly, which is great, because I'm definitely not flexible anymore after the car accident. But anyway, I'm getting there. And, but yeah, it's really cool. It's just these little practices that you do um, that help every day. I've been riding my bike more, kind of getting back into being healthy again, which is good. Uh, there's a little trail next to my house, which I ended up finding. It's called, in Spanish, it's called Nutria. It's like this little rodent-looking thing. It looks like a, like a small beaver. Um, so if you follow us on, today is Saturday, by the way, which I'm recording, uh, if you follow us on social media, Mystical Moon Society, I posted a picture of this little animal I found, and I called it a newt, because I thought it was, like, the, the translation was that. It was not. So I had to Google, because Mandy's like, what the hell is that? That's a newt? I thought a newt was, like, a, like, a lizard thing, or I'm over here, like, thinking about newt from Fantastic Beast and where to find them, Right. Now, it was called a koi poo. It's C-O-Y-P-U. It's a rodent. It's, it's, a, it's also known as a nutria. But it's a large herbivore semi-aquatic rodent. Which sounds super gross, right? Um, if you don't like rats or mice or rodents or whatever. Which is a, a, it's a, I think it's like a bigger... It's kind of like a small chihuahua size, right? Well, I made a new friend because I found it on the, the trail I was biking on. And I took a picture of it and I posted it on social media. And I was like, I made a new friend. Which I've also seen bobcats there. Um, which I took a picture of one two years ago. I ended up... It crossed my path. So I was over here and I accidentally called it, right? Like it was a freaking dog. And it just stared at me and I was like, this was probably a bad idea. And then I was lucky enough that it just stared at me for, like, five minutes and then it, like, walked away into the neighborhood. Um, this thing was as big as, like, a, a large dog. So I was like, uh, yeah, don't, don't call the bobcats. They're probably not friendly. So, yeah, biking around that trail is super nice. There's a bunch of trees, which I am allergic to some trees. And, like, my, my throat gets itchy and my eyes get watery and... Uh, but now with having to wear masks everywhere, uh, I still wear it on, as I bike because um, there's people on there who are walking around and they're not wearing masks and I feel safer just wearing mine anyway. So the allergies have gone a little bit down with the mask on, which is good. 
But yeah, I don't know. It's stuff like that. Just like walking around nature, picking up twigs, and there's like a little creek there also, and the sound of the water stream um, definitely calms me down. So just, there's a specific spot I like that I go, and if the grass isn't wet, I like to sit there and just kind of breathe. Breathing is very important as well. There's a lot of breath work exercises um, that I've been learning from Athena, from her classes, and they're very nice. There's some that are either if you want to go into funky town, you can, and uh, which I won't do those now, obviously, but there's some that are for to relax too. If you end up having like an anxiety attack, you can kind of lower yourself from that and get back to breathing normally. Grounding is really good. And if you don't know about grounding, pretty much you can either, if you can go hug a tree outside or kind of, you know, sit back on one and just like send your energy down to the roots and down to the middle of earth, that's a really good way to ground super quick. Uh, Putting your bare feet on grass or dirt or sand, wherever you're at, is very, very good and important. Holding crystals as well is good at grounding. If you're in the office or if you cannot leave your workspace, sometimes people are working from home or they have an apartment so they can't, they have to like go down a few flight of stairs to get to the floor. You can have a potted plant. doesn't matter how big or tiny it is. You can have a really, really tiny one where you can, if you can just stick one or two fingers into the soil that's in your plant, that's good enough to ground. You just need to feel the earth. Even if you have like a succulent, I mean, make sure it's not one of the spiky ones, right? Like a cactus. But yeah, just like look at it, touch it, ground yourself, and it'll, it'll definitely work. Um, that's really good. If you have crystals, black tourmaline or like the dark black crystals are really good for grounding and protection. If you have high anxiety and want to work with lipidolite that has more of the silver, which is the mica, um, that's really good. Uh, for people that have a lot of anxiety. Also, amber. Amber is not really a crystal. Um, It's a resin from a tree. Um, It's like a yellow clear crystal. That's really good for for anxiety as well. If you don't have any of that, you can use like black tourmaline. That's usually for protection. It's actually really good to make a protection grid. Um, if you have black tourmaline, you can use that around your generator. Also, if you put black tourmaline in your car, it will help from people so they don't go in and steal your stuff or break into your car. Also, if it'll protect you from being in car accidents or protecting you if you are in a car accident. I was lucky enough to have had a black tourmaline in my pocket um, at the time of my car accident two years ago, and uh, my car was totaled. And uh, I ended up having some injuries, some bulging discs from that, uh, unfortunately. But uh, I had that crystal within my pocket. And I wasn't going to have it with me. Um, but before I left the house that day, I don't know. I guess my guides guided me to grab it or the crystal called to me to keep it in my pocket. And I did. And I remember after I got home that night, I uh, kneeled on my altar and I cried. And I, I thanked my guides and angels and the source for protecting me through that very, very scary moment. And I just thanked them for, for being alive. Um, and then I placed the black tourmaline on my altar and I could not find it for months. I knew I put it there and then it randomly appeared a few months later and it, I found it in my desk, which is weird. But I've heard that happened. Um, where crystals just end up disappearing and they leave and then they come back when you need them the most. Wherever that went, 
I hope it helps someone. But I've, I've heard that happened. And that's happened to Mandy, I think, with one of her crystals as well. But yeah, this, this has been amazing. Uh, I love talking about my classes and little things that can help you guys out. I really had fun this episode. I really hope you guys did too. Like I said, I will post my information for my YouTube channel down below, but if you're actually listening to this and you're not going to be checking out the description, it's at celestial.healing.universe. That's on YouTube and Instagram as well. And uh, once again, that's at celestial.healing.universe. And, but yeah, definitely check out our next episode. Mona will be with you. And then we, I believe we have our last group one. So you guys, I believe only two more episodes left for this, this season. But we already have season four planned out a little bit uh, after our break. Much needed break. I don't know how people can record and not have breaks. It just like drives me crazy. Anyway, we love you guys though. So you guys have been amazing. And for all those who have been reaching out and DMing us and talking about your spiritual awakenings, your dreams, um, and things like that. We, we appreciate it and we love talking to you guys. Um, and yeah, if you guys ever have any questions or would like to hear more, uh, from us specifically or a specific, um, episode that you'd like for us to do, definitely, um, message us and let us know what you want to hear. If you guys have, uh, have taken or are in classes with other teachers, uh, that I didn't mention today. I always want to learn more and, uh, also, yeah, just send us the information or post it in the comments when you see the, the link for, for this episode. And, uh, yeah, we just love learning. At least I do. I don't know about the girls. The girls are just, like, doing their own thing, uh, which is amazing. Uh, I learn from them all the time as well. We learn from each other. We're all so different, Mandy, Mona, and I, but we, I don't know, we're just different, but we like, we connect in our own way. And I know that's what everyone really likes about us on this podcast, which is awesome. So thank you so much for listening, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Mystical Moon Society and on Twitter at Mystic Moon Girls. I had so much fun today. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you guys next time. Bye, Mystics. <laughs>